0: Welcome to Simple Faith with host Dale Carlson, bringing solid Christian answers to your questions and concerns. Simple Faith on Life-Changing Radio. Here's host Dale Carlson.
1: Welcome to Simple Faith. Uh, we're here today on this spring day, this beautiful spring day, with uh, Director Darlene Conant and uh, Treasurer Marianne Veu. Uh, we're we're ca- talking about salt and light. It's a ministry that's been going on in Auburn for the last three years, and, and we are thrilled to meet with these folks. So tell us a little bit about what's, a, what's the purpose of Salt and Light?
2: Well, Salt and Light is, um, operates in the downtown Auburn area, and our purpose is um, to connect our community through the love of Jesus Christ to bring oh. healing and to provide the opportunity to come to know Christ as our Lord and our Savior. And that is our goal through all our our programming is just to share the love of Jesus.
1: And how do you bring the salt? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that comes very naturally to yeah. <laughs> me. <laughs> we just talked about being a little bit salty. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Ah, yeah. <laughs> Salt brings it brings flavor to life, and I believe in. I um, think you bring flavor. Lots yeah, of flavors. Yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, and and what about the light? How do you? How do you? I guess I guess I'm looking for the how you chose that name.
2: So really, we chose the name because at our very first um, board meeting, that was the verse that I chose. Your salt of the world and the light of it. Well, I'm saying it wrong, but anyway, you know the verse in yeah, Matthew, yeah. Um, and it was just a verse I shared as part of our mission. And um, Kimber, who is now our vice president, said, "Well, why don't we just call ourselves Salt Lake Community Center?" And it was just as simple as that.
1: That's that's a good way to get started. And when when did this start? When when did you start this?
2: We started in 2020, so we're about three years old now.
1: Oh, you started right in the middle of the pandemic.
2: We sure did. Yeah. We did. Um, so at that time, I well, I still am working at LL Bean, um, but right at the beginning of the pandemic, when we didn't know what was going to happen, LL Bean offered this incentive of if you want to take some time off, we're offering that, and I said, sign me up. Oh, so um, I took some time off, and I know for many, the pandemic was not a great time, but for me, with that time off, it was. time of um, rejuvenation, a time to walk, a time to um, really reconnect with God, a time to um, really study my Bible like I had never been able to before. And um, because you weren't really connecting with friends, my walks were by myself, and I would just walk through our community. I live right in the downtown Auburn area, um, and if you have been there, you know that there is just a lot of brokenness everywhere. But we own buildings Mm -hmm. there, so um, eventually we have a hope to open an antique shop salon there. So I would sit on the stairs and pray for all that you have to do when you open a business. Mm -hmm. And I would look across the street, and there's a doctor's office, and I knew he was retiring. I'm like, I think God could use that building. Um, So we just started praying about that, and um, then connecting the dots with finding people with a vision to reach out into the community and share Jesus.
1: And this vision started with you, didn't it? did yeah yeah yeah
4: yeah. yeah. what are some of the things that you saw in the community that you immediately said i got to do something about that
2: so i have been in this community for about 27 years and i can tell you when we moved there there never was an intention to stay it was just what we could afford at the moment um but got a skeptic there so the things you um see in our neighborhood I can tell you that there have been cars that have blown up due to um, drug deals gone bad. Ooh. I um, have had people running from the police through my backyard. Oh, um, oh. They didn't make out so well because our pool fell down that year, and they ran into pool walls as they, <laughs> as they came around the garage. So they didn't get away, but we got their shoes um, <laughs> as they were trying to run away. Um, and anytime my kids opened their windows in the summer, you would – absolutely be um assaulted with a very vulgar um, fights going on and very strong domestic violence so um we witnessed that all the time and that was um what really stirred us to say you know there's just brokenness and and we need to share and my oldest son also um became a drug addict and did die from a drug addiction and thank you so um that gives me another reason to really want to help
4: people not have to face that. Amen. Okay, yeah. and but now Jesus somehow plays an important part in this helping. How does he come into it all? He's the reason for it all, I guess. I
2: don't <laughs> I don't know that I would have a cause to want to reach out and help people if I didn't see what Jesus could do to help.
4: Uh, uh. So what but essentially your focus is working with kids?
2: so our focus now is working with kids, um but not completely. really, our focus is community, um, but because we don't have a building, we chose to um use what we had as resources, and the park is what we had as a resource readily available. Oh. So that's where we started our work. But um, from that, we have developed some programs that are directly targeting at our first story hour. um, We noticed that there were a lot of grandparents bringing grandchildren. So we said, well, maybe we should start our Grandparents Raising um, Grandchildren Support Group. And since God has a wonderful sense of humor, about a week and a half later, I got a call that my grandson was going to move in with me. And I said, oh, God, that is not what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess he wanted me to have very practical experience. So um, he came and stayed with us for about nine months. Mm -hmm. Um, And we did start that program, which still runs, and it's still a small program, but it is very impactful um, for the people that come to that. Um, We've had some huge trauma that we're working through. And last week our – our topic was what's in your toolbox so it was really oh. relative of of how, how you deal with people and what tool will you use do you need a hammer for this job or do you need a screwdriver and um, mm. you know so it's just really pretty cool how God directs it all
0: well I, I think uh, last week we had uh, Richard Collins with compassionate friends and his son committed suicide and through his brokenness God gave him a desire to help others, and he started the Portland chapter. I find that so often with Christians, that we go through things just like the world goes through. But we try, We the God, usually what he'll do with us is he'll say, look, we can turn this into something positive. Nobody can know what you've experienced if they haven't gone through it. Yeah. And, and I think out of that love and compassion, you begin to see, who can I rescue? How many parents can I save from this heartache and this trauma? And I think that's a wonderful thing.
4: Yeah. Well, so you, Darlene, you've gone through some, you've had some struggle with kids yourself. Yeah. Personally, how? Yeah,
2: I have, but I think what's important to know is no one is exempt. No one is exempt yeah. from pain and struggle, and the more you get to know someone, the more you see how very true that is. And really, our journey with Salt and Light is very much of let us come beside you, let us share Jesus with you, and let's do this journey together.
4: So you started this off telling stories with to children in the park.
2: We did. Well, our very first function was mid-COVID and um, in December, and we decided to do a Christmas concert, of course, you Know we signed people up to come at different times because you couldn't all be there at the same time. But at the end of that concert, someone was hollering up from the second floor, Thanks so much, we really needed this. So that was oh. kind of the affirmation um, that we would just keep going. And
4: um, so people were in their houses listening somewhere, and you somewhere were out the- on the street,
2: we were, yeah, in the park. And wow. parking lot, yep. <laughs> yep, somewhere in their house, Some some came out. Um, and yeah, it was our first adventure. You learn and grow from it, but then from there we started um, our park series for the summer, and we just do the same series of events every year.
1: Mm-hmm. so this was uh, this is really uh, something you're not trained in any way to do this ministry other than trained by experience, right? <laughs>
2: That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> Trial by error.
1: <laughs> and this is something that I understand you volunteer yourself to do, uh, to to lead and to uh, to um, to to do this ministry, to to head it up and to recruit volunteers and to raise money uh, to support this ministry. Uh, this is something you do do on your own.
2: We are all volunteers. Oh, My oh. treasurer sitting right here beside me volunteers much time. I tell you, her job is big.
1: Yeah. Um, and she
2: volunteers her time <laughs> yeah. as well.
1: It's because you have so much money that your job is big, right?
3: <laughs> no, so mu- you have so little money, right? It's not a lot of money yet, but it will be soon. Okay. <laughs> so, but
4: Marianne, how did you get pulled into this thing?
3: Well, um, it actually, I met Darlene when I was a teenager she used to cut my hair when she worked at JCPenney. <laughs> and then many years later, I got a job at LL Bean um, in the call center and I saw her. I'm like, You used to cut my hair. <laughs> and then we kind of reconnected and she started to cut my hair again. And then we kind of just shared, you know, our faith and just kind of just maintain our connection. And then one evening she was doing my hair it was raining out she said okay while your hair color is setting we're going to go take <laughs> a walk and we're going to go pray at this building because i have this vision oh. and she shared this with me and i'm like sign me up where do, where do oh, i put wow. my name down because <laughs> i you know i you know i've had not quite her experience but I have had very close people to me that have had struggles um with mental health issues addictions and you know I and I've had my own struggles and I know that God is right with me always always Ah. getting me through to the other Mm. side of things and I want other people to be able to to experience that so when she asked me I'm like okay (laughs) you know and she was my boss at the time, so I didn't feel like I could. <laughs> no. I could say no. Yeah, one of those. So, <laughs> I'm kidding. I know. I know. <laughs> but uh, it was it was an easy an easy ask and an easy yes for for me.
4: It sounds like a real what we've called God incidents, not a coincidence.
3: Exactly. <laughs> Though I've heard those called God winks too. Like it just <laughs> like if you're you you gotta don't miss them. They're everywhere and. You know, okay you okay. know keep your eyes open <laughs> you got to keep your eyes open absolutely well I think
0: it's wonderful that you found it, you had a boss a lot of people hate their bosses I love mine I loved mine <laughs> she was awesome but what it shows you is that the light was already shining through her mm-hmm. and it was different from most boss and uh, you mm-hmm. know people relationship yeah. and and I think that's wonderful and when you see someone that's living the life, mm-hmm. y- you want to follow that person. So how important it is for us yeah. to be an example, too.
3: And she saw the light in me and believed right. in me. And that for, that, for me, more than anything, was like, okay, okay. <laughs> I have something to offer, so yeah, I w- definitely right. am glad to do it.
1: We've, been, uh, we've had so many guests here over the years, over the last couple of years, that uh, it's always so fun to... Uh, to, to visit with you folks because because it seems like those things that are negative in our lives, God uses to make something good out of it, and none of us would want to go through those terrible things again. But I, I can say personally, and and I'll bet you can too, that uh, that you wouldn't trade it. Uh, it it, uh, it 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 just God, you see God in a new way. And uh, a way that I think sometimes is difficult to uh, to see God in. I wish we could do it sometimes without that pain, but uh, but uh, pain is a is a is a wonderful teacher, and it uh, and getting through that pain uh, and seeing God work through that pain in us is uh, is is one of the most precious experiences that we can embrace as humans.
0: Yeah.
4: So so, but clearly, this kind of vision that you've got. Comes normally through the church. Do you connect with at all with a church or local churches?
2: So our board consists of what five or six different denominations. I do, I'm actually a member of two denominations. (laughs) Um, My father is a Nazarene (laughs) pastor where I grew up, but um, as an adult, my husband um, decided we should be members at Court Street Baptist, and that is also um where we are affiliated so me personally okay. i um have connections um with the Courtship baptist and auburn nazarene and mechanic falls nazarene um on our board we also have marianne who is my catholic friend and another doreen who is also um and then we have um some non- non-denominational redemption hill is supported on our board okay. um who else Marty and Julie Marty and Julia, or Nazarene. Nazarene. Um, but at our community events, we ha- have many, many um, community churches that come out. And, oh, good. Yeah. And participate. So we have... Grace Community Church, East Auburn Baptist Church, Connect Church, Auburn Nazarene Church, New Life Church. Fantastic. Um, we've even had Norway Nazarene join us. So um, that is really our our idea is that we are we are not a church. We certainly want to share sh- um, the light of Jesus, but we want to connect you into a solid church family that will support you in that way. Our programming is really founded under health pillars of um spiritual financial physical and spiritual health i think i said that's twice what did i financial? miss <laughs> financial health so you emotional. know emotional health so our program targets those health areas wanting wholeness and all of those pieces have to come together for wholeness but it needs to be further you need to be supported by a church and that's how we connect with um churches and you know at our events we just say you know look around the churches here are because they care, and um, you can reach out to any one of these churches because people fit in different places. And um, these people are here because they want to support you, and that's what we do.
4: And people who are in those churches see what you're doing and say, do they come up and up to you and say, can I help? Yeah.
1: Can we hold that for just a minute? I'm, get, I'm getting a, the signs that we have to go to break for a minute right. or two. Don't forget that question, Jim. <laughs> we'll be right back. Welcome back to Simple Faith. Uh, we're here with uh, director and visionary Darlene Conant and uh, the treasurer of Salt and Light, Marianne Veyu. And I wanted to let you know that uh, if you have questions for them, 725 uh, 9224, that's our phone number, or you can text at 576 uh, 5648. We'd love to hear from you, and I'm sure they would too. But What's that
4: am- phone number again?
1: 725-9224. You want the text number too, Jimmy? 576-5648. So please, uh, please, uh, if, if you want to, give us a holler. If you don't, we're gonna keep on talking. Um,
4: or if if this incredible vision that Darlene and Marianne have been sharing with us, if it kinda raises, kicks off some questions in your mind yeah. or uh, it tends to kinda lift you up off your, your pew in the church, mm-hmm. Please, call in. Uh, talk to them. Find they're real-life people, and they're right here. Come, call in and talk to them.
1: This is a groundswell ministry, I'm telling you that. It's built right from the bottom up, and uh, and I think, it's, I think it's so exciting to me personally to see that happening. But I interrupted you earlier, Jim, and I want to give you another shot at your question.
4: <laughs> now, I, I'm trying to remember. It, 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 it had to do with... Uh,
1: well, let's go on to another question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I,
4: I, I'm no
0: better at remembering I, than you. I, I'm not. I'm
1: not either. I just, I can't remember exactly what it was. either.
0: Well, well one thing my wife will told me, she said, "Well, you you cut in before that they're the finished." I said, "Yeah, but I won't remember what I want to say if I do <laughs> Yeah. <know what> yeah. <laughs>
1: I think you've uh, described your organization a little bit, uh, and uh, how does it go about achieving your mission?
2: So... Really, our mission is achieved at this point by showing up. That's my. That's yep. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's that's our biggest thing, and I I always joke with people that I have an agreement with God if I show up, He does, and and so far that's been true. So yep. um, I I don't know of any better way. So we have been showing up, and people have been showing up.
4: Showing and, up where? When?
2: Well, we sh- we show up wherever we can, and you, most often I show up on my streets we're <laughs> just walking and talking oh, to people and I, and i'll right. share um just a really um heartfelt story that just just happened so um we do these functions so i'm often walking the streets handing out flyers or just inviting people and um i have a group of friends that walk and pray with me so we were stopped in the in the park to pray because we had an event coming up at that weekend and there was this um Young girl with her little girl at the playground. So I said, "Well, there's a kid. Let's go give them a flyer." Oh. Um, so we went over to do that. Um, so this mother is a recovering addict um, who is just getting her child back, um, and shared a lot of that with me. <laughs> and I invited her to some things, and um, and she gave me her phone number. And it was a little bit, and I hadn't heard from her, wow. and then I saw her walking on the street again, and so I hollered at her. Um, said hey how are you doing and you know she shared a few things and things she was really scared about and then she looked at me she said you know I was going to run away to Colorado today but now I saw you and I know I'm supposed to stay here. So it was um, a couple days later and we were starting story hour so I sent her a text again and she said just this morning I wanted to give up again but but you keep messaging me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we and we met yesterday, and she wants to start an NA program, and so I'm going to bring her to Portland because they have a meeting going on tomorrow. So that is – so I stopped by my church to talk about that, and I said, well, I've met this girl on the street today, and, and the secretary of the church just rolled her eyes and said, of course you did because that's where I meet people. They're on the streets, and that's where God sends us out into the to be the church with no walls.
1: That's where Jesus was. Right. He wasn't in the church. Oh, I guess he went uh, to the synagogue, but uh, – but uh, it was those relationships. and And uh, when you say that, just showing up is uh, it is really what it's all about. And if we sit yeah. in our churches and and uh, and just go to Sunday services and we don't show up, we don't get the blessings because I'll bet I'll bet uh, you get a quite a bit out of that. I mean, that story was very personal, mm-hmm. and uh, and it doesn't happen unless you show up. Right, right. And, and so- show
4: up in the lives of people who are hurting, Mm -hmm. like that mother who was a couple of times ready to give up. Mm. Well, she
2: she was, and she had a friend um, that she came because I offered them some food that we had stored up, and she brought a friend, and the next day I found the friend on the road just sitting on the side of the road, and I just sat down beside her, and I said, do you wanna pray? She said, yeah, please, can we? And we did, so. Wonderful. That's what I'm saying is if we show up, God is faithful to provide opportunities if we don't shy away from them. I
0: think a lot of people would be so intimidated with what they read in the newspapers and everything on going out into the streets. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm sure you'd love to have people come and you could train them, uh, show them, you know, what it is to get out on your street. and Stop allowing fear to control you because that's what the devil uses. And to get brave.
2: Well... That might be true. I don't know how yes. much. I don't know how much training that takes, or just my lack of sensibility. Did <laughs> you yeah. um, to, to be weary of people?
4: <laughs> well, but you shared your vision with Marianne. I did, and she immediately caught it yeah, and said, "Oh, that. wow! Can I? Can I do that?" Uh, well,
0: I think with a lot of people, Jim, uh, and is is breaking the ice, actually doing it. And it gets easier, and and that's what I meant by by training that they can yep. come and walk with you, get comfortable yeah, yeah. with what you're doing, and then hopefully begin to do this on their own, uh, throughout the Twin Cities and and throughout forever, the, you know, other,
2: other cities, yeah, The
0: highways and byways and wherever yeah. God's compelled us to go. Yeah. Yep.
1: So you, you you said you've got a you brought up a whole bunch of church names here a little while ago. and did, and. Uh, How's that going? How 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 do you get along with all these churches?
2: Um I I just love it.
1: I know. <laughs> God, I know it's great.
2: Um God is just is just allowing that to happen and we would love to connect with more ch- churches um because really it's not about denomination as long as you're teaching truth that's um of the Bible then then certainly we can connect and um just be on the streets and I think that is the benefit of our organization is that we can pull all these together and come together collectively as a church. And I would love for other churches to join us. Um, our, Like I said, our last event um, was just last Saturday and the park was full and we had so much fun. Um, we had one church providing music and a Church did a bubble table and church did hot dogs and another one did um oh. I don't know what else. We had Cornhole and all kinds of things. And each church provided something, but they also were able to bring, you know, information about their church and share about programming. Um and actually Lifehouse Maine, I think, has been on this um this broadcast before and they were there as well sharing their mission. So wonderful.
1: Yeah. It's a wonderful thing to see Christians working together. Uh-huh. It, it? Is beautiful. It, it is a beautiful thing. It really is. So, what do you think the uh, yeah what what uh, what do you think the value is to these churches uh, of participating in your ministry?
2: Mm-hmm. I think, to me, the value is to see um, that people aren't knocking down our doors to get in, and we right. need to go where they are. And the ability to see when they show up at the park and they see the people there, um, they say, okay guy calls us out in, to the Great Commission outside the church walls. And when they show up at the park and see all the other people there, I think that is just added value. And I would love, you know, to we do kind of an adopt-a-block theory mm-hmm. where some oh. churches are taking a street and just walking and praying on that street. And I would love more churches to, to be part of um, adopting an area to, to just say, we're, we claim this area for Christ and walk around and pray and
4: share. You hear that out there, folks? You hear that? (laughs) (laughs) Adopt-a-block. What block are you on? (laughs) We'll take the other one. (laughs) Is there anyone in need out there? (laughs) I would
1: think it would be a tremendous value to any pastor to provide an opportunity for his folks to actually go out and do ministry and to participate with them in that because it's really exciting. Uh, to uh, to break down those walls that we have between the church and the community, and to uh, to go out and serve uh, the way Jesus did, I can't imagine. Um, I can't imagine uh, uh, how you can start ministry without starting to do it.
2: Um. Yeah, I, th- I think that's very true. Um. Paul. Paul from Lighthouse just said that on on Saturday in the park. He said. What I love is that you didn't wait for things to happen. You said, "Well, this is what we have, and we'll use what we have at this moment." And yeah, I think- and I think
1: I think that's what God honors. That kind of commitment is what God honors. God doesn't care if we're perfect in what we do. God cares that we're committed to what He's called us to, and uh, and when we're committed to what He's called us to, to He provides the resources to make it happen, and yeah. He just does that all the time. He provides the resources and the people that we need to have it happen as just as just as we need them. We think we need them a lot earlier than we do sometimes, (laughs) don't we?
2: Yeah, he gives us to us when we're ready for them, right?
1: So, what is the value of salt and light to the local community, the blocks that these folks are walking?
2: Well, our prayer is that the value would be that they come to a relationship with Jesus. Um, That would be the ultimate value. But in the meantime. we are a connecting force, so we try to reach into the need of the moment. So it might be food. It might be to sit down and pray with you. It might be many different things, you know, taking time with your kid in the park or whatever it is. Um, and I would say walking beside people that are struggling would be the real value of what we offer.
1: And that's what Jesus did. He walked beside people who were struggling. He had a bunch of struggling fishermen that were his uh, – his his. Uh, disciples and he had a bunch of struggling shepherds that he invited to uh, uh, celebrate his birth and uh, and it's just not about what you know it's about who you know and uh, and if we know jesus we need we have everything we need to get started
2: i think that that really is so true i mean god doesn't take away our hard stuff but he can send us someone to walk through with and and share share his light with them as as they walk through the hard stuff and know that there is hope and peace even as you journey through But, uh,
4: Darlene, I'm curious about the organizational part Mm -hmm. of what you do. It started with a vision Mm -hmm. and you showing up, but now you've got a board of directors. How did that happen?
2: Um, So when I was back walking and kind of the thought of the pillars came to my mind, um, I tried to find board members that could support pillars, so initially, it was Pastor Bob um, from Mechanic Falls Nazarene who was uh-huh. kind of the spiritual pillar. And then Kimber, we brought on board because she's my um, exercise sports guru. And um, <laughs> and we never did really have someone who is our financial expert. So Marianne um, fills that role because she's pretty smart. Um, but we would still. Um, so really that was the goal is just to reach out to people that um, kind of fit and had same types of vision. And I don't know that anyone said no. So um, I guess God just put that board together. and um, we So have, how
4: did this board help you?
2: How do they help me? Um, well, we're a team. Oh. <laughs> I, I guess, I mean, we pray together. We strategize oh. together. They have lots of brilliant ideas um, and keep me on track. Kimber says I'm a bit squirrely, so I might head off in a million directions. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, so she can keep me, hey, we're over here. So she can keep me focused a little bit. Um, so, I mean, really, it's just the team that God put together to demonstrate together. No one can do work alone.
4: Wow. Wow. And, and yeah, I, I heard you say you pray together. Does that, does that have results?
3: Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) There would be
2: no results without prayer. Um, and, and in fact, this year is, um, really, a a really doubling down of the effectiveness of prayer and just committing everything to prayer, prayer and stepping in step with where God wants you to be and not trying to step ahead, which might have been my problem in the future in the past i'm going i'm jumping into the future (laughs) (laughs) Satan. um so really working with you know praying about it and stepping Mm -hmm. when god tells you to step is is a lot of what we do um every board meeting probably our first 20 minutes is just prayer um and every event we host we begin with prayer Mm -hmm. and and you know east auburn started a prayer group through our neighborhood that i didn't Whoa. even know about so they walk every sunday oh um so we have that group um i have a couple friends and myself that walk in our neighborhood on a regular basis and it was pretty cool we were um the neighborhood kids are starting to come into youth group a lot and we so we just stop and pray in front of the houses and we realized how many places we were stopping now and we're like oh god really is bringing mm. these people in um would we love to see more change? Yeah, but but that takes time, I guess.
4: <laughs> well, now you mentioned seeing a building, something about a building that you saw
3: mm-hmm. that
4: seemed like it it could help with the ministry, with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Is that is that still a a, a possibility out there?
2: Well. Only if God makes it so. Um, so, so, so right now it's not. So it was. Um, it was owned by a doctor, and I had reached out to him, and he was very excited. He said, do "You want to rent or buy?" And I'm like, "Well, I have no money." So, so neither. <laughs> I should do but um, he held that building for over a year for me, and then one day he called and said, "I need to talk to you about something," and um, he had left. The pipes burst in the building, and it was oh. it was pretty much a mess. And I said, "Well, if you'll sell it to me for twenty thousand dollars, I'll buy it." And he didn't <laughs> want to do that. Um, so, <laughs> so um, there was another investor that bought it. So I I don't know if God will ever give us it seems like the ideal okay. location and all of that. But what I do know is that God used that building to get us going. And whether He gives us that building or a different one, okay. it still got us going. <laughs>
4: And, and get, got you going means out on the street, correct? Out in the park, yep. Out there where people are hurting,
0: yep. Well, what I was uh, thinking, number one, I've always found that our thoughts are not his thoughts, and we picture what we hear from the Lord, and usually our pictures <laughs> are not that accurate. I mean, the 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 ministry is, but how we see things sometimes uh, are not uh, the way we actually will visualize them mm-hmm. now you said that you had uh you've had past events you just talked about the one mm-hmm. with the churches coming together are there others that you would like to share um
2: we do a lot of events um we do we just did a pie auction which was an enormous amount of fun court street baptist sponsored that um we made a lot we made $2,400 selling pies. So. Good heavens. <laughs> yeah, <Wow>. Good pies. <laughs> they were yeah. great pies. And um, the good part about that was that our teens from our youth group came out and made the pie, a lot of the pies. And then they were there as um, to help with the auction as well. And all the funds from that went directly to the youth program. So hopefully offering some camp scholarships wow. and such from that event. Oh. Um, so that was a fun event. Um, we do um, – strangely enough, we do um, – yard sales as fundraisers too but our yard sales really turn into pretty big events and they're amazing how much that connects community because we hold them right in there um auburn nazarene offers us their garage to use as a place and we do three a year and um you know we are now gaining volunteers from within the community which is really the goal is to you know have the community members learn how to step up and learn how to to step in
1: we got to go to break again and uh uh, we'll be back in just a minute or two with uh, with uh, our closing session here. But uh, but interesting, I'm just a, I'm loving this interview. <laughs> Thank you. Be right back. No, I
3: wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't Welcome
1: trying. back to Simple Faith. Uh, we're we're back here with uh, Director Darlene Conant and Treasurer Marianne Veiu, and talking about salt and light uh, ministry that's going on in Ar- Auburn. And as we were in the uh, break, uh, I was I was. Um, Curious to uh, to know if you've got folks from your community uh, actually involved with local churches.
2: So um, we have had some impact that way. We've had some kids um, that have come to programming that are now regularly attending attending one of the churches. Um, we've had a couple of adults. We've had a grandmother from um, a parent that goes a, a child that comes to our after school program um, start coming. So. Do I know if the impact is wider in other churches? I, I truly don't know, but I know that God is faithful, so I'm trusting that if it hasn't <laughs> happened yet, that it will. <laughs>
1: you know, I, 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 after having done this for a little while myself, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, I found that um, oftentimes the volunteers get more out of the ministry than than even the people that they are ministering to it, and the community uh, that sees Jesus out there in the flesh uh, as you minister all of a sudden minds start to change about, about uh, what we're all about. And I think that those are two huge impacts that you shouldn't forget about uh, because it's not just the people in the neighborhood that need the ministry. It's the Christians that need, need to be doing the ministry. And it's the mm-hmm. community that needs to see the light of Jesus mm-hmm. happening because there's some people laying down their lives for what they really believe, sure. living with that, you know, living out that, uh, that call that Christ has put on each one of us as Christians, to uh, to true. to minister in the uh, to minister to those who have needs. So, uh, just to get to the, to uh, what what impact do you think uh, Salt and Light has on on the people that you're ministering to? I mean, I guess you can go through that whole list. Uh,
2: I can um, I can speak directly. I have you know a young mom who I just love, and she has three little ones. And um, as we have met, and she's come to after school and she comes to all the programs and i find out she's connecting you know to court street baptist that has a, a free clothing ministry and and to hope house that um is in in lewiston and i it just sees how all god is pulling the whole community together um and she's coming out and, and doing volunteer work at our yard sales now and she's very faithful with that and um so it's just good to see as people find out that they and they want to be part of it and that's really the goal is to allow them to step in and it's not us coming into them but us sharing and then and then you doing the part doing the work and, and sharing as well so that's what our real goal is is to bring up you know a generation that is is out for change and wants to share Jesus.
1: Yeah and and that's pretty important in this world isn't it?
2: yeah it's, it's usually important. yeah, it's uh, it, it's
1: it re- just in the last ten years, there's been so much change and so much going on. and and uh, you look at the the drug problems in in Lewiston and auburn and everywhere, really. Mm-hmm. I mean uh, this fentanyl is just, you know, and uh, so many of these folks are just looking for a relationship, mm-hmm. looking for somebody to care.
4: Mm-hmm. well, you you used an expression a while ago, the the need to find a place where God is. Mm-hmm. Because if God is there, it's different. Mm-hmm. There's something. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I, I did talk about that because we talked about other community centers that are that service the same area, and their work is good. I'm not saying it's not at all, but the difference we want to be is that the difference is where we are is where we're sharing Jesus. So we want to offer a place that is safe and structured, and where they do hear about Jesus, and you know, offer some of the fun things as well, of course. But um, really, the difference is i find a lot is an identity because there's certainly identity crisis going on right now and um i find very often when a a child will come in with kind of that identity identity crisis as we spend time with them they will let that relax and and then they're okay with who they are again And, and i've seen that been happening and i love that because oh my goodness um you know yeah, It is some... it is huge and you know when we have and, and you all know it's it, it's very widespread and, and the popular thing now but what it's yeah. taking from people is their identity and their purpose oh my goodness. and um you know we're getting a generation that is just doesn't know and they're they're scared and they're suicidal and and we really want to speak but there is truth that you are important you are valuable just as you
1: are. Amen. Oh. So what are some of the um goals that you have what are some of the needs that you have Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: Um, one of the big needs that we really um, have is that a lot of our youth group um, are aging out of youth group and we are seeking mentors in that young adult age to come alongside i would say a lot of them are not prepared for adulthood and we are looking for people that want to come alongside them and step in and and not step out Um, That's really the important piece is people that can come alongside and say, I'm here for the long haul and I want to help you through these pieces of our spiritual health as as it is because they need all of those pieces as they're moving into adulthood. So mentors is something we are absolutely seeking. Um, And then, you know, volunteers for our other programming churches to come alongside and join in events or or sponsor us as missionaries would be wonderful. of course, we are trying to raise money for a building or praying that God yeah. decides to okay. give us one. So that's um, another piece, of course. We really want to expand our, our ministries, and a building would get, allow us um, the ability to do that.
0: And, and we want to ask you, you know, you have a website you just launched today, and you have uh, you know other ways. Uh, I just want to invite people to realize uh, simplefaith.net is our website you can go there, go to the podcast of any of the people we have interviewed, and you can find this information. If you're driving right now and you say, I don't have a pencil, you can go to our website, uh, simplefaith.net, click on the, the podcast, which we will have Monday morning uh, for this interview, and you're going to hear again uh, how as well to, to connect and, and where to give and so on.
1: The, um, the website, again, what's your website address?
2: Um, so I don't know if it really went live. So right now we are on Facebook, um, just um, Salt Lake Community Center, and our website is saltandlightcommunitycenter.org, and um, hopefully we'll be live by Monday. We published today, but it seemed to have not gone live so we'll see um hopefully we'll be by monday
1: be persistent (laughs) right
3: (laughs)
2: um but we do have our facebook page which is very active our events are posted there um so you can certainly see um what we've been doing and what we plan on doing and hopefully um we do have a calendar of events um, on our website so once that is live you'll be able to see all the upcoming events as well
4: okay so that's saltandlightcommunitycenter.org correct And they can immediately see what you're doing.
2: Well, maybe not not immediately. immediately. Maybe Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully Hopefully very soon. (laughs) Very soon. Very
1: soon. Very soon. Uh,
0: Well, maybe your your treasurer could share with us a little about how they can give.
3: Okay, (laughs) yes, we would really appreciate if you would. Either your time, uh, financial donations, or a building. If you have one. Um, but we do have different, we have a few different ways to give. Um, we have a text to give option, and that is eight, text give, the word give, to 833 And then once you do that, it'll take you through to, it'll give you a link. You click, you put how much you want to donate, and it'll take you through the whole thing. And you can set it up to be a recurring donation if you'd like, and that's really... What we're pushing for this year as we're trying to double down on our donations is to get um, monthly donors. Um, we are on PayPal, salt and light community center at gmail.com. We also have a fundraising site on Give Send Go, it's a website, and just search Salt and Light Community Center as well. And all this information is also on our Facebook page. There's a, a pinned Or featured post at the top of our page with all the different links and information for donations. Um, So we're just looking for any anything, any amount is wonderful and appreciated. And like I said, either your time, or uh, your financial donations, or a building, or put us in touch with somebody that may be able to help us in that respect, and just every every penny counts and it's so appreciated and we thank god for all of it and if you're if you're led or called to help us please do so or um you can message us on facebook as well if you have more questions and then once our website is live then you can reach us there as well so i
1: think another way is you could come and volunteer volunteer you actually see what's going on and see what you're giving giving to and get comfortable with that because it sounds phenomenal to me, I'm just I'm so excited for you folks. I'm so excited for the journey that's ahead of you, and uh, and there's quite a bit of prayer that goes into this, isn't there?
2: Um, yeah, really, prayer is is the base for everything. Um, we nothing gets done without prayer. God is the um, source of everything, and um, everything is permit, um, committed to prayer. So, not only the programming, but all the people that come into the programming, we we spend time praying for, and and the volunteers and their families, because we know giving up your time is, um, you know, hard. So yeah. um, supporting even our own families with prayer is something um, we are committed to. In every board meeting, we spend at, at least the first twenty minutes in prayer. That's wonderful.
1: So. And through that prayer, you've seen God grow this organization. Is that right? How does that happen?
2: God just. Is showing up. He really is. He's provided, you know, I mean, he's provided financial support where we didn't expect it. Um, He's provided volunteers. um, Some classic ways that one that I just love Um, we had done a little promotional video um, using the Church with No Walls song by Noah Cleveland. And then I was working with another lady and she said, You know, you need permission to use that. And I replied, Oh, yeah, stuff. So, So one of our board members reached out to Noah, who is the author of the song, and not only did he say, yes, use our song, that's what we intended it for, he said, let me come to Maine and do a concert series for you. And last spring he did. He did four concerts. We did one in the park, a big one in the park. That was really the first event where we had all the churches coming together, and he did you know, three other concerts at local churches, and um, that was just the way that God took my oblivion to um and used it for himself in, and um showed itself in a big way and we're like look what god did so
4: you have any upcoming events that uh you're looking forward to
2: um, we do so we just finished our community day and um right now we are in the middle of our story hour in the park so that started thursday um this week and we have three more so that's at 10 a.m on thursdays oh. in chestnut park Um, And then the week of June 19th, we'll have Bible school in the park, um, 5.30 to seven for Monday through Friday, the week of June 19th. Oh, wow. Um, And then in August, we have um, three soccer clinics um, scheduled where we are partnering with um, FCA, which is Fellowship of Christian Athletes, Mm -hmm. to host um, soccer clinics. So that's coming up in August.
4: So how can somebody get a hold of you, Darlene, if they want to just go out and walk and pray with you on the street. Well, I guess they could
2: message me on Facebook. <laughs> um, I, I, I they can email salt and Light Community center at gmail.com. Okay. Um, so email or Facebook Messenger uh, are the primary sources for reaching okay. out to us.
1: Good. Mm. So you, we got about four minutes left. Tell us some more stories. Tell us a couple of stories.
2: So let me think of some of my favorites. You know, I, I want to share one of my very favorites, and it really isn't about this ministry, but it's about God's faithfulness. Mm-hmm. So I have, you know, I, I spoke of my son who had um, drug of, died of a drug addiction, but I also have this beautiful daughter who has um, just lived in this world of anxiety and trauma and who has often been suicidal and often will call me in the middle of the night and I just go over and crawl in bed with her and rub her head and mm. you know there have been nights when she would just beg me to just give her permission to kill herself and of course mm. as a mom you can't do that but there was one night when she could not reach me and so she was online googling ways to kill herself and she decided to call the suicide hotline and this just shows god's faithfulness because who she got was her previous youth group leader oh who answered the phone, they connected immediately, and mm-hmm. she hung up on the hotline and I called her on her personal line and spent four hours with her on the phone that evening That's wonderful. and has um, now committed to spending much time with her and healing her. So that speaks to wow. – that's my personal life, but that speaks to God's faithfulness, yeah, and sure um, those journeys can be other people's journeys from – From the hurt to the healing, and and I see the healing coming, and God is faithful in in bringing us through that. So that's the message, really, of Salt and Light to you, is that we have a hope. Our hope is in Jesus, and Jesus will bring the healing, and only he can.
4: Glory. Glory.
1: You know that uh, so often we want to think, and we don't want to show the world that we've got problems in our lives, and we don't want to talk about them. But... That's exactly what God uses to, uh, to uh, help us understand those and reach out to those people who, who don't know Jesus. Um, I am so glad that we've had you here today. Yes. Uh, I'm just yes. glad that we've connected with, uh, with this ministry. I had no idea before today. I didn't even know when, we, when I got here today <laughs> uh, what, I was, what, what this was all about. But, uh, but it is just a precious way to, um, to serve Jesus. And uh, just being available and just showing up. Uh, you don't have to have any special education. You don't have to have any any uh, college degree. You don't have to. You don't have to have a lot of pain in your life, but you could have a lot of pain in your life. You could have a past that uh, that that uh, that that uh, is you don't want to share, but uh, but God looks through that and and uh, and uh, and brings us together in a way that that uh, just. We know he's there you know how do you know that there's a god well i know and and you know uh, because we've experienced it and we want people to have that same experience
0: well thank you and thank i know you. it's just uh 30 seconds and i want to say when i when you walk in the door you act like you have it all together but then you share with your son and, and you know daughter and and that's the truth you know we all need jesus Mm-hmm.
2: That is the truth. We all do need Jesus. Yeah,
1: it's it's uh, not only those that don't have Jesus, it's those of us that do have Jesus. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely.
4: <laughs> thank you, thank you, Darlene and Marianne, for coming and sharing your joy and your faith and your hope with us and with a lot of folks. I hope
1: we're sign off for today, and uh, thanks for joining us on a Saturday afternoon. We'll be back next week and uh, and talk more about simple faith. God bless.